What's going on, everybody? You're rocking with the Cash Flow President, and this is the Cash Flow President Podcast. We take financial education, financial literacy, and massive action very seriously. All right, guys, so on today's episode, we're going to be discussing uh, financial literacy and financial education. Uh, before I jump into that, I do want to just point out this is going to be uh, the last episode of the season two. Uh, not my last episode, but the last episode for season two. And it's definitely been a, a, you know, not a roller coaster ride, but it's been a fun one, right? Uh, discussed many different things. Um, took the podcast in a different direction uh, with the, you know, implementation of uh, doing entrepreneur interviews and things of that nature and just kind of uh, finding my my niche as far as uh, my my topics, right? You know, just understanding that I do, you know, I was kind of all over the place at first and now it's strictly, you know, financial education, right? Uh, which is dope. You know, I kind of... Uh, Figure which way, which direction I want to go to add the most value to the uh, lives of my listeners. And uh, that's what we're doing right now. So that's pretty dope right there. Season two uh, coming up to a completion. Uh, another season down and we're going to get another one, you know, underway as soon as possible. So I'm excited about season three. I'm excited about the future. And I'm excited about this podcast today which is like a near and dear topic for me right the podcast today is going to be on financial literacy and financial education so um that's what my 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 platform is centered around right that's what um you know I'm all about you know I'm all about that financial literacy financial education financial sophistication you know that's what I feel um is the difference between uh, those of us, those people that, you know, understand it and those people that don't understand. That's the difference between the haves and the have-nots, right? The haves have figured out how to have things, while the have-nots have not figured out uh, or understood the ways of money. Uh, and that's simply what it boils down to, because in order to win the game, you have to know how to play and let's be honest, money is a game. It's the world of money. So it's a world of its own, right? The world of money, the game of money. You know, it's its own entity. You know, you know they say money makes the world go round. Uh, especially if you stay in the U.S. This is a capitalist country. Well, capitalists thrive here, right? Um, and and if you don't know what uh, capitalism is, it's just basically like you decide. Okay, you the person, the people are who are in control of their money, of how their money flows. That's what capitalism is. Uh, the government doesn't decide. Your next door neighbor doesn't decide. Uh, the president doesn't decide. No one decides how your money flows but you. Capitalism is what allows you to, you know, get into the marketplace and compete and, you know, have those high income skills and, you know, develop wealth and riches, right? That's the beauty of capitalism. It's the beauty of being in uh, this country. That's why this is one of the richest countries in the world. Because of the, it's, that's why it's the land of opportunity, because you have every opportunity and every chance to get out there and uh, make something of yourself or do something really productive or create something sustainable or something that can last for generations, right? But 
as people, we choose not to learn how to play the game of money or we choose not to enter the world of money because we have such scarcity mindsets. We're so scared uh, that something can go wrong. We're so scared to take a chance. We're so scared to fail that we don't we clip our wings before we even get a chance to jump off the ledge and kind of, you know, learn the ins and the outs and be able to jump in full force and play the game of money and give ourselves the best chance of success, right? So financial literacy. So what is financial literacy? It's the possession of the set of skills and knowledge that allows an individual to make informed and effective decisions with all of their financial resources. Not not some financial resources, not a portion of a financial resources, but all of your financial resources, right? Because that's what it's going to take uh, in order for you to achieve something truly great. You know, you can't just, uh, you know, sometimes when you feel like it, I'm going to use my financial resources for this and then other times I'm going to use it for that. No, no, no. You have to be 100% steadfast and knowing that. All of my money needs a job, no matter what that job is, no matter what you have it do, no matter what way you use it, uh, that's what financial literacy is. You, I, I'm a true believer in that. I'm a true believer that all money should have a job. All your money should be working for you in some way, form, or fashion. Uh, what that job title is, who I'm not saying every penny you make, uh, some of it can't go into a savings or some of it can't go towards this, that, or other. All of it shouldn't. I'm not saying all of it should be invested. I'm saying like all of it should have a job. What that job is and how it relates to you and the point that you're at in your life is yet to be seen. But all money, in my opinion, should have a job. Financial literacy is understanding basic financial concepts allows people to know how to navigate in the financial system. Now, remember what I said, the the world of money, it's its own entity, it's its own place, right? It's, a, it's its own game. You have to know how to play to win, right? Um so that's what financial literacy is. It helps people know how to navigate in the financial system. And people with the appropriate financial education tend to make better financial decisions and manage money better than those without such training, okay? So financially educated people, they make better financial decisions. They make better decisions with their money, basically. And they manage it better because that's basically what it is. That's that's basically what financial literacy and financial education is. Knowing how to manage your money, knowing how to strategically place your money to get the most out of it, knowing that, you know, which way your money should be flowing, right? Like on a financial statement, knowing that if you have more liabilities than you have uh, assets, then you're, you're in bad financial health. You know, you're you're not the, you know, you don't make the wisest financial uh, decisions. And chances are, if you got more liabilities than you have assets and your income, and that means you're going to have a negative net worth. And this is just all understanding how money works. That's all it is. This is just money one-on-one. A lot of people say that they're, they like money and they want money. They attract money, they make money, but they don't even know how to properly use money, right? They don't even know how the game of money works. They don't even know how finances operate. How can you like something so much and want it so much and let it be the basis of how you move and how you operate? I'm not one of those people who believe money is evil, the root of all evil. I think that people's people's pursuit of money and their unwillingness to 
properly educate themselves on how to obtain money and grow money is what can get people twisted and evil, but not money itself. Money itself is just a piece of paper that loses value every single year due to inflation. Something like that, I don't believe can be evil, you know, uh, but the person behind it that's unwilling to educate themselves and unwilling to position themselves, unwilling to, you know, delay gratification, uh, that's what that's when it starts to get a, you know, a kind of rocky road, if you will, uh, you know. So that's just my thoughts on that, you know, just for uh, uh, lack of better words. So financial education is why you have wealthy people in the world. It's because they, they look at money differently and understand capitalism. I already explained what capitalism is. It's... Uh, like I said, it, it, it's people. We, the people, are in control of how our money flows. And wealthy people understand that. Wealthy people understand how the world truly works, right? They understand, and they look at that money differently. They truly do. They don't look at money as a... Money, it, it, it is power when, when it's used the right way. And wealthy people understand that, so they know the position, some over here, some over there, some over here, some over there in order to accumulate, grow, build, multiply it. Whereas your average everyday person just knows, make and spend, make and spend. Let me go here today. Let me go there tomorrow. Let me go do this. Let me go buy these shoes, you know. And and that's not proper understanding of how money is. You got to have good, if you want to be, uh, uh, be, you know, have sound financial principles, you need to be um, disciplined. You need to have good habits uh, surrounded by money in order to truly get the most out of your money or you're just going <laughs> to... Or you're never going to have anything. That's just, a, you know, black and white of it, right? Let's not, let's not operate in a gray space here. Let's just go ahead and call a spade a spade, right? Um Financially educated people know how the government, new laws, taxes, uh, inflation, and interest rates affect the economy. All of those things um, affect the world of money differently. Uh, you know, certain things drives certain other certain factors dealing in money. Uh, certain laws that get passed by the government. Um, will you know will, will affect certain sectors of money, certain sectors of it. yeah. So different sectors are gonna affect uh, your finances differently, right? So just different things going on in the economy are gonna affect uh, you know how you invest and how you should allocate your money. Uh, uh, should you be investing at a certain time, depending on what's going on in the world or an economy type of deal, or just you know how it it can affect how you move, and just being uh, financially educated or financially sophisticated enough to understand that can uh, put you head and shoulders above the competition, you know, and just put you in a totally different stratosphere altogether. Um, so financially educated people know that it takes sound money management and investing principles to build wealth. Uh, and that's something you need to understand 
when it comes to financial financial literacy, financial education, uh, the word management. Okay, because how do you manage money, right? Money management is like you know, just like a manager at a job, uh, they have to uh, keep everything going in an organized manner, in a direction to accomplish what they're looking to accomplish. That's all management is. It includes the activities of setting the strategy and coordinating efforts of employees in this case is going to be money right the money is going to be the employees because i mean shoot your money should get out there and work just as hard as you do right your money's back should be hurt not your back so it's going to be uh, the activities of setting the strategy which is a key component and coordinating the efforts of the employees uh to accomplish objectives and in this case the uh, objective is the accumulation of wealth that's what fundamental uh money management uh principles are right um I mean you can have different types of goals you have savings goals, you have budgeting goals, you have investing goals, or you have different types of goals, but they're all pivotal to your financial survival right they're all gonna be uh helpful in your attainment of you know what you deem to be success. In the financial world, of course, right? So that's just a little insight on that. Uh, uh, financial educated people understand that saving, failing to budget, and failing to invest won't create wealth. Okay? Um, I think I said this on my uh, episode of inflation. Uh, basically, if you just simply are a saver, you're a loser. Saving won't create you wealth. It'll help you build a raft, but it won't grow any money. It won't multiply uh, any money for you, okay? And financially educated people understand the value or, you know, they understand the value of putting that money to work. While, you know, if you're just simply saving or you're not budgeting or tracking your expenses, your finances type of deal, um, you know, when you're failing to invest, you will never have anything sustainable. Uh, investing, I believe, is a big part in financial education because that's how you truly grow money. Um, I literally don't believe it's any other way to grow money. Like, you can start a business. That's an investment, right? You can invest in a business. Uh, you can invest in different markets, different sectors. Um, these are all ways you can place your money somewhere and, and give it the ability to grow and multiply for you. And that's what financially educated people understand, that you have to put this money to work. And you have to give it a chance to grow and to turn into something, right, and to build. Um, financially educated people understand that you have to keep money moving and growing and multiplying. Okay, why do you think that wealthy people have on average seven streams of income? You have to keep money as a currency. I, I, I said this, I touched on this in my uh, episode of, uh, of inflation. Uh, money is a currency. Uh, it has to stay moving. It has to stay flowing or else it will lose value. Uh, financially educated people, financially literate people understand this and they base their money management principles on this and they're able to grow and accumulate more as a result. So basically what what people need to understand is financial education is the ability to understand how money works. 
Okay, it's the ability to understand how money works. Money doesn't just work by I make it, I spend it. That's not how it works. Money doesn't work by, okay, I make it, I save it. That's not how it works. That's not truly how it works. You have to get a little deeper in your thinking behind money or you're going to get left behind in terms of money. Okay, financial education is the art of investing and managing money. Okay. And the ability to make sound financial decisions. That's what it boils down to right there, people. The art of investing and managing money. We just said what what managing money is. It's that strategizing. You know what I'm saying? It's It's that, you know, getting coordinating those efforts towards an objective. Okay? Investing. It's an art. It's 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 how you grow money. It's how you multiply. It's how you build something. It's how you it's how you generate income. That's what investing is. Okay, that's how you get your money to grow and how how you get it to double and triple and quadruple. That's the power of investing. Okay, so financial education is the art of investing and managing money. You know what I'm saying? It's the ability to make sound financial decisions. That's beautiful. I mean, write that down. That's a golden nugget right there, okay? And and really, that's the key difference between the haves and the have-nots, in my opinion. They understand that. They understand how money works, man. They understand that you have to invest, and they understand that you have to manage your money. That's the key difference, I believe. Because sound financial sophistication means that you know how to strategically place and allocate your money in order to get a return on your capital. If you want to be completely honest with it, that's what it is. And I say you have to know how to strategically place that money because you have to do your due diligence and educate yourselves on any investments that you want to take, you know, um, it's strategic because let's say the housing market is really up, it's inflated. You don't want to buy when it's up because you'll be spending too much money because due to the, the you know the how how expensive everything is. You want to buy when it's low, and then you want to sell when it's high. Okay, you don't want it. That's that's sound principles right there behind investing, right? That's what financially educated people do. That's what financial sophistication means. You know, you know how to strategically place it. You know, you know when it's time to move it from this uh, investment vehicle to that investment vehicle, or when it's time to sell out of this one altogether because you made whatever you're gonna make out of it and focus on something else. That's what it is. You know how to strategically place and allocate that money. You know that, okay, well, I have a little surplus of money from over here. I can take it and put it over there, or I can take it and start something new with it. That's the beauty in it, right? Um, And we fall short by failing to invest or even learning the power of investing, right? I actually did an episode uh, on my podcast called The Power of Investing. I encourage uh, each and every one of you to go out and listen to it. And and understand the power of investing and understand how money works right now. And and uh, you understand how everything can work to your benefit. And you can understand how things can be in your favor, right? That's the power of investing. The power of investing allows you an opportunity at freedom. It allows you to buy your time back. And we fall short because it's people... 
we don't know about investing. We're scared to invest, and we don't want to. We're 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 lazy. We 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 elect to not learn how to invest, right? And it's crazy because investing is what grows your money. How do you say you like money? You want more money. You love money to some degree, but you don't want to grow it. You know what I'm saying? Investing is what grows your money. Not getting your nails done, not buying Jordans, not going out to eat, not some new sofa set you want or anything else that we tend to spend uh, spend money frivolously on. You know, it's by investing. Investing is how you do it. How can you how can you say you want more money? Going out and working another job shouldn't be how you get more money. It should be. Investing in something to get a return on your money. It should be uh, uh, learning how to learning how to place your money to work for you. You know, it should be learning uh, more uh, high income skills, right? That's how you make more money. It shouldn't be, uh, well, let me just go pick up more hours at this job. You 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 spending time in a day that you could be using. You could be allocating to like educate yourself or you know you can be spending that time on personal development uh becoming a better person uh getting better marketable skills to make you more valuable in the marketplace that's the beauty that's the beauty of it man that's the beauty of investing right there that's why financial literacy and financial education is so pivotal in your overall financial health because it basically it's it's how well you manage money. You know what I'm saying? It's basically all it is. If you're a chronic spender who spends as much as you make, you lose. I'm sorry. You'll never have anything uh, spending as much as you bring in, right? If you're a chronic saver who never looks to grow or multiply your money, you're just as bad as that chronic spender. You you don't get a pass. That means you're just sitting on capital and you're not growing it. You know what I'm saying? That means you're just sitting on money and that money isn't doing nothing for you. That means you're just sitting on money and not letting it work for you. You're continuously allowing yourself to work for money. You got a surplus of cash and you're not letting it do any of its work. You're not letting it pull any of its weight. That money is becoming a liability because it's losing value day in and day out, month in and month out, year in and year out. Money loses value due to inflation. Every year, depending on how high inflation is, this last year was 7%, the highest it's been since 1982. Depending on how high inflation is, depends on how much money, that how much value that money is using yearly. And you you should be ashamed of yourself for letting a surplus of money sit and not go to work for you. That money deserves to get out. You work for it, it deserves to go work for you, okay? Write that down. You work for money, so your money deserves to go work for you, point blank period. Okay, bad money habits are detrimental to financial success. Let me say that again. Bad money habits are detrimental to financial success, and I can tell you why. That bad money habits basically will lead to your financial doom. You won't be able to have anything, literally. If you spend as much as you make... If you fail to save to start investing or you fail to save for a rainy day or you fail to, you know what I'm saying, or if you fail to budget your money and allocate money in different places, allocate a little bit towards savings, allocate a little bit towards investing, allocate a little bit towards giving to a worthy cause. If you fail to do any of those things, 
You're, you're going to live paycheck to paycheck. You're going to live a, 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 a scarce life. You won't have any sort of abundance to your life because, let's, let's be honest, I mean, people who are living paycheck to paycheck are typically stressed out. They're typically mad. They typically are, are angry at the world. They're typically pessimistic. They, they, piss, they typically are only thinking about problems because they're unable to see the solutions while they're drowning in, in, in their problems, right? That's what bad financial habits, that's what bad money habits get you. Okay, you can start small. You can start by saving 10% of your income. You know, if you make $40,000 a year, guess what? By the end of the year, you're going to have four grand in your savings account. That's a start. Some people don't even, most people don't even have savings. Okay, let alone three months to a year worth of savings, let alone a, 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 a long term savings or a short term savings, let alone any money invested. A lot of people don't even haven't even started. Some people don't even have bank accounts. Those are poor financial habits. That's poor money habits right there. OK, and we got to get once you address that issue right there, once you address that elephant in the room, then you can start looking to grow some money. You can start looking to have something that you can leave behind to the people that you swear you love the most. But right now, you're not doing yourself any favors or any justice or helping yourself out any by continuously to be selfish with yourself and be selfish with your finances because you like instant, you deserve or you feel you need instant gratification. Everyone feels like they deserve something. Oh, I need to do that. I deserve this because I work for it. I deserve that because you work for it. You don't deserve nothing until until you sit here and, and, and you deserve to, to teach yourself about money and become financially educated. That's what you deserve. Uh, this is one of those episodes where I just had to kind of like... Let it all hang out, man, and just hopefully light a fire under people's bellies and getting them wanting to do more and have more. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, if you don't even have a savings, if you don't even have, you know, five grand saved up, if you don't have, you know, uh, anything invested to, to make any returns on your money, if you don't have a budget, a weekly budget, a monthly budget, uh, a bi-weekly budget, if you don't have any any man- money management skills of any sort, man, take the time right now to, to, to go back to my old episodes and just listen, man. It's financial education through each and every one of them. These different principles are laid out brick by brick, stone by stone in order to help you achieve more with yourself and become someone that you never thought you could be before. And, and I promise you, in turn, you'll live a more abundant, a more positive, a more optimistic life. That's what sound uh, uh, money management, sound uh, financial education can bring you, okay? All right, everybody, you've been rocking with the Cash Flow President. This is the Cash Flow President Podcast. It's the end of season two right here, guys, the end of season two. Man, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a good one, man. It's been a wild ride. It's been a... It's been a hell of a ride, man. I'm excited about what season three can bring. I'm excited about everything to come. I'm excited about what my listeners hopefully got <laughs> throughout the course of this season and last season. And, man, I'm just, I'm just excited, man. So, hey, everybody, until season three, <laughs> peace.